One. Catherine Berlin gazed down at the blue flesh swaying in the grey water. The outline of the woman's remains softened by a bone-chilling February mist. The backwash from a water taxi on the river rippled into the lock. Berlin felt her own body rock gently with the swell that roiled the corpse, exposing a deep, serrated gash at the throat, as if someone had taken a bite. With faint bewilderment, she recognised a quickening of her heart. So this is what it took to move her. Someone would pay. The case conference with the murderous and serious crime squad was perfunctory. The men at the table regarded Berlin with indifference. She was just a civilian investigator with a regulatory agency. At 55, her lean frame was tending to look wasted. Her hair, once blonde, was now a dirty melange of grey streaked with tarnished gold. The squad boss, Detective Chief Inspector Thompson, was about her age and seemed long past throwing his not inconsiderable weight around. He put down his bacon roll, slipped on his glasses, and read from a notebook. A bite or a tear? A wound from some kind of serrated edge or teeth, anyway, which perforated the neck, almost severing the head. We're waiting on forensics. In the meantime, Miss Berlin, are you able to provide us with any more intelligence about this source of yours? He didn't look at her as he spoke, but his tone was mild, and she sensed his apparent indifference towards her arose from professional disinterest rather than arrogance. Berlin went through it again as the others shuffled their papers. She called the hotline and identified Archie Doyle as an illegal moneylender. Our first meeting was at Starbucks about four months ago. The date's in the file. She was well-spoken, plausible, but nervous. I needed to win her confidence. We arranged another meeting. In the meantime, further inquiries were made, approval was obtained for surveillance, and observation commenced. A cocky young officer spoke up. Berlin had seen him before, but couldn't recall where. She knew he recognised her too, but simply as a soft target. He wasn't going to waste the opportunity. So, was she a concerned citizen, a disgruntled girlfriend, or a victim? I mean, as I understand it, if the moneylender hasn't got a licence and is arrested, the debt is wiped, yeah? Big incentive. That's correct, said Berlin. She held his gaze, barely able to summon the energy to play this game. She remembered his name was Flint. The little weasel was a detective constable. So which was she? Citizen, Squeeze, or Vic? asked Flint. She didn't say. No name, no address, said Flint. She wanted to use an alias. Juliet Bravo. Flint looked blank. Clearly it didn't ring a bell. On the telly, before your time, murmured Thompson. Flint's nod was curt. He was on a roll now. You had a mobile number for her, and that was it. I take it she was registered as a CHIS. You know what that is, don't you?
a covert human intelligence source. He said it very slowly. No, said Berlin. No, you don't know, or no, she wasn't registered, asked Flint. Berlin caught Flint's quick scan of his colleagues to make sure they were picking up on his clever sarcasm. She wasn't registered, she said. Flint shook his head and threw down his pen, a pantomime of incredulity. Berlin cleared her throat. If I may explain, Detective Constable, acting Detective Sergeant, snapped Flint. Berlin decided not to bother. Look, I was waiting for her at the lock at the Limehouse Basin this morning. It was very cold, so I kept moving. It was a bloody early meeting.